0: Hello and welcome back to SCTV Hawk Talks. I'm your host, Trash Bryant And uh, as always with Miss Brown, today we have two teachers and four students who are participating and administering the Science Fair. We have Miss Manigan and Miss Miller, and then we also have four other students.
1: Can you guys uh, actually introduce yourselves so people know who you are? Well, uh, Amber Watson. Uh, my name.
2: Ariana Wolgrover. Uh, Bridget Boyer.
0: Andrew Elfman. Alright, so uh... to start off um, so we're talking about science fair today obviously and uh... so what is science fair how do we get started and when is it
3: science fair is an amazing opportunity uh... it is for students to participate in uh, a science fair ex- exhibition Uh, they get to create either an independent science research project or they can do an independent engineering project. Um, And they work on that for about half the school year and then the second half of the school year is all about their presentations of their results.
1: Okay, So can they really, there's a lot of variety that they can pick. Right, so how do you try to, do you try to narrow it down? If a student is in a chemistry class, do you try to say, oh you should do something chemistry oriented? Or if they're in a physics class, or or do you kind of have free reign? as a student. Students are not limited to
4: just the um, subject that they're taking and we really encourage students to work on projects related to their shop areas because we have so many different resources um, at Southeastern in the different shop areas that they can take advantage of.
1: Yeah, and so can I actually ask, I assume that the four of you are here and you probably have science fair projects underway, as you know. Ms. Miller said, you're working on them so far. So would anybody be willing to explain a little bit about what their project is and how they made that choice? Yeah.
4: Um, when I, uh, my project right now is airfoils and I wanna try and design maybe a more efficient one. Uh, I'm mostly interested in that because when I uh, get older I want to go to college and be an, uh, try and be an aerospace engineer.
1: Okay, so what are what's airfoils? Air Can you explain that? It's, for
4: it's like the shape of a wing, how it's like, how it has the, uh, just messing with like the camber or the, mm-hmm. the, um, the uh, AOE or the uh, trailing edge, just trying to get, mm-hmm. shape it a little bit so it creates more, more lift.
1: Fantastic. What the, shop are you in, out of curiosity?
4: Uh, engineering.
1: Okay, so are your shop teachers able to help you with some of this? Are you able Uh, to apply some of what you learned in engineering? I'm
4: kind of using my aviation teacher, my elective, Mr. Kelly.
1: Anyone else want to talk about what their project is?
0: Me and Ariana together are doing a bacterial study, again, on microorganisms. Uh, We're doing E. coli bacteria and how it's resistant to some antibiotics.
1: Okay, so that sounds amazing, but also really complicated. So for someone who is not doing science fair myself, although I did participate years ago, what do you do? Playing with E. coli is not something I would probably encourage, so how are, how are you doing your tests? Well, obviously we have to use aseptic technique and keep the lab clean, gloves, glasses, stuff like that. Um, you're definitely right about the whole E. coli thing, <laughs> <laughs> not exactly ideal, <laughs> but we've already started a little bit of it mm-hmm. and we've already found a few errors, so we're just working on it. Why did you choose that specifically? What, what motivated you for that particular project?
0: Well, uh, uh, antibiotic resistance is really big as of late, um, and especially now that we have another E. coli outbreak, mm-hmm. and uh, it's important to learn how it reacts to different things that we might treat it with.
1: Fantastic. Okay, so that's kind of what I was getting at. Is a little bit you all have really real world applications for your for your projects a lot of in a lot of the cases, which is fantastic. That's the whole point of doing a science fair. Um, mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think. Honestly, I know a lot of students will gear something towards what their um, career Votech uh, shop is, but also students sometimes just pick something that's very interesting to them. Uh, we have students who do projects around athletics, around video, around obviously aviation. So mm-hmm. the sky's the limit on the ideas and the different things they come up with. Mm-hmm. And usually it is something that they're hearing about in the news that's current. Uh, and that drives them to an interest for a project idea.
1: Yeah. So as a vocational teacher, I know what it's like to kind of mentor a student through a project. How do the science students get kind of that same level of mentorship? What kind of what's the dynamic in the classroom? So in the science classroom, how much time is devoted to science fair kind of research or work in the actual lab?
4: Well, in the science classrooms, um, teachers go through the proce- the scientific process step by step. Um, so they start by teaching a student how to brainstorm ideas on their topics. Um, we go through how to cr- uh, keep a professional scientific notebook that scientists in the industry or in um, research universities would keep. We go through how to write a lab report um, and how students can professionally present their data. So this is worked on
1: um, in class throughout the entire fall semester. Um, Is there anything specific that we should know about, like how Science Fair is changing? Well I think
3: the benefits of Science Fair at this school have really grown and I think it motivates students a little bit more to participate. Um, For example, last year students that advanced into the State Science Fair at MIT, they actually were gifted a a very generous scholarship by the Prone Family Foundation, um, which I think usually when we present about science fair in the classes, we always talk about the different benefits. Um, another great benefit is kids are starting to see the value of how this looks on a college resume, how this looks in their portfolio. Um, doing a project that really takes you an entire year uh, and executing it uh, professionally is very impressive to employers mm-hmm. uh, as well as anyone uh, who is looking at colleges. So,
2: For me personally, I thought that it was going to be absolutely like just terrible with the amount of like workload that it was because I was seeing all these forms all these papers like writing all these lab reports and everything else but what wound up happening was I actually I'm not gonna lie I had a lot of fun doing my science fair project and even though I'm not doing a project this year I am doing one next year so I mean it was a lot of fun and like thinking about it after it's just like you know why not do it again Because it was definitely a learning experience, and definitely one for the better, and I definitely do it again.
1: Did you have anyone who helped you out specifically in your project, or was it kind of a solo mission?
2: You mean like outside of school? Yeah,
1: outside of school, inside of school.
2: Yeah, there was um, this very kind woman. Her name was Miss Monteith, and she helped a lot with um, giving me like pointers and telling me, hey, you should you know kind of change this, change this. This might sound better this way, like. Mm So, um, yeah. and definitely, like, uh, academic teachers, shop teachers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I needed help, I had people that were there for me. So, mm-hmm. I was definitely, people had my back, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. Did you like science beforehand, or? Oh, yeah, I okay. love
2: science. I want to be a biomedical engineer when I get out of school and concentrate on making medicine. So, science is definitely my thing.
1: <laughs> Some of you have mentioned the direction that you want to head in, which is, everything you mentioned includes a lot of individual science research projects just like this. So has Science Fair changed your perspective for any of you on what you wanted to do and kind of the reality of what that future like job might hold or what that might look like? I've had a
0: career track on mind um, but Science Fair has only furthered my interest into it. So I mean going into college and going into a science field I feel Science Fair has uh, benefited me into learning how to make lab reports, learning how to uh, come up with a project and do your own research, you
2: know? Yeah, me too. Like, um, not even just my project alone, it was really the part where I was at the fair and I was walking around looking at the other projects. Like, there was this one project I thought it was absolutely brilliant. She created a one-time usage syringe. So it was a one-time use, like, shot. And I was thinking, like, that's brilliant like that's absolutely amazing. So it's just like thinking about what, like walking around to the different projects and looking at what other students were working on Mm -hmm. really kind of got the gears going in my head and had me thinking, hey, there's a lot of opportunity here. Like I got a lot of inspiration from the other projects, which kind of helped me, not only the shop work helped me, but also looking at these different projects and the different possibilities that I can do in the field help me realize, hey, biomedical science is really cool.
1: What's the benefit of Science Fair? So from from you, all, why? if there's a freshman or a sophomore who's really nervous about doing Science Fair, what would you say to them if they're kind of facing this new opportunity?
2: Um, I would probably say there's a lot of people that have your back. Like, don't be worried about oh, I'm not going to get this done, or oh, this is too much, because really you just got to slow down and look at everything piece by piece. And if you need help, there's uh, plenty of teachers. Like sophomores have their academic and shop teachers, and freshmen still in exploratory, you know, they have their academic teachers. But um, yeah, there's just a plethora of people that can help you out, and don't be worried about it all. Just take it slow.
1: What's one of the best ways to develop an idea in your all's opinion, right? How do, I know you mentioned that, how you found some of your ideas, um, but it seems like shop teachers might be, or shop related might be a really good place for people to start looking, something related to the field that they've kind of already chosen. So what's some advice you would give them on picking a topic? Honestly, I think you should definitely go with something that interests you. Um, I started science fair when I was a sophomore. I'm a senior now, and all of my projects so far have involved bacteria. <laughs> so, it's something you're good at. It's something you know you can execute, and it's something you actually enjoy doing. So, plus you have some resources too, right? So Miss Stoddard. Op- yeah, so I was gonna say, which shops <laughs> are you all in? Um, so I'm an environmental. Okay, group. so Miss Stoddard is a really good resource for you with the biotech element. Yes. Right. And she probably helps you to have a real passion about that. She's pretty passionate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Mr. Gaudreau too. Like my project last year was more like environmental related. So Mr. Gaudreau was like my source last year.
1: Yeah. so So kind of having that mentor piece. I think for a lot of vocational students and just high school students in general, you're looking to connect. This is an opportunity to connect with an adult who has expertise in the field that you're looking to work on. And until you have a project like this, sometimes you don't know to reach out or you don't have a reason to reach out and connect. And I know a lot of students who've made some really great connections and relationships that then it's networking, right? You're trying to make connections with people so that you can move on and get recommendations and then, you know, potentially get internships with companies and then someday that might turn into future job opportunities.
0: And um, I also think uh, one of the benefits of, say you do your project and you do move on, um, you would meet people at like Mm -hmm. Bridgewater State, we met people um, who are in your field, who are experts in your field, mm-hmm. and they do provide you with more opportunities that you could possibly expand upon mm-hmm. um, just for your science for budget alone. So I think that's interesting.
3: And I think uh, we there are several opportunities that we now offer to help students that may feel that anxiety or may feel that stress of I don't know what I'm going to do for my project and I think it's important to mention a a couple of those I don't know if Ms. Miller if you want to mention some of the things that we offer for students who are feeling a little bit of the pressure and the stress and and how we can help them get over that hurdle.
4: Yeah we offer um, an extended day program um, for students who are working on their science fair projects and it will be twice a week after school Um, and students can get extra help on their lab reports on their notebooks on their posters Um, We will do mock presentations so that students will be more comfortable presenting in front of others. Mm -hmm. Um, So that will definitely help for students who are feeling anxious and who want a little bit of extra help.
0: If you want to join that extended day program, can you just go to like say one of those days where you can go and just do that or do you have to go to every single one?
3: There's definitely some flexibility. We obviously don't want to discourage a student who wants to come and work on science fair. Um, so I definitely would say reach talk to your science teacher about it and let them know what your conflicts may be if you can't go to every single nine ten. 10 but um, the more the merrier. We definitely want to help as many kids as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone is interested. Definitely ask your science teacher about it. Um, Contact Ms. Cruz in the uh, main office who oversees 910 Mm -hmm. and
1: uh, we'll get your name on that list. Mm -hmm. Can we talk a little bit about the timeline for science fair? So you kind of mentioned that it's all year long, but there is a structure that's put into place. Like you said, there are notebook checks and and different things, I'm sure. So can you talk a little bit about the structure for science fair, kind of what happens all year long? right? Sure. Um, So students, some students
4: begin brainstorming their topics um, like Andrew had mentioned over the summer um, and that's their summer assignment Um, and usually in September students will finalize those projects, um, their project ideas and then they will start learning how to keep a notebook, um, how to do background research and come up with sources and properly format those Mm -hmm. um, usually in October, November Mm -hmm. and then they can begin their actual experimentation. Um, so that by the time December comes around, they can start working on their poster boards um, and their presentations and then the classroom um, local fair happens in January.
1: Oh wow, it happens a lot faster than I thought. I've always had March on my mind.
4: March is the regional fair at Bridgewater and then the state fair um, at MIT is in
3: May. And so there's just in between each fair. The reason for that is some something that um, we just touched upon which is you get feedback from the people who score your project and the idea is that you can make corrections and and fix those areas for the next presentation portion so um, the judges at Bridgewater hopefully whatever feedback they give you if you move on to MIT you now have about a month and a half to kind of make those corrections adjust your project and prepare yourself for for Boston so let me ask what
1: do you all love about science
2: how much time do you have?
1: Uh, probably <laughs> about five minutes.
2: Okay. Um, I think the big thing for me is that science, there's no really, like, there's no boundaries to it. So it's more of like, you know, you, it's asking the questions and finding the answers yourself. It's not like anything is there, written. Everything is, hey, you can do it this way or you can do it this way. And you can get totally different results and that's what makes it fun. So I just... I love options.
1: Thank you all very much for being here. We really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing the uh, projects that you bring to the actual science fair here at Southeastern. We wish you the best of luck in going on and competing at Bridgewater and then going on to the state level. Um, Keep us posted. We might have a recap later on in the year um, if you guys are all successful. All right. So thank you so much for your time and best of luck. Okay. Thank
3: Thank you. Thank you.